This podcast is proudly sponsored by Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I am Nick Waxman and today we are lucky enough to be joined by Emily Goddard. We are going to be speaking with her about her workshops that she runs on the style of Buffon. We recently had a sit-down conversation with Emily about Buffon, its history, what it's about and what it's like. So if you want to have a listen to that, I strongly encourage you to do so. But this episode is all about the workshops that Emily runs in schools for students and teachers. Uh, you can actually find out more about the workshops by going to thisiseden.com.au forward slash workshops, or you can actually email Emily at goddard.emily at gmail.com. She'll give all this information at the end as well. But without any further ado, I bring you Emily Goddard. Welcome to The Aside, Emily Goddard. Thank you, Nick. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so, uh, you're the Buffon spurt. That's a terrible way to describe you. Uh, <laughs> the Buffon expert. Your uh, workshop at state conference and your workshops around Melbourne and your workshops in schools have been uh, hugely popular. Uh, I think your your name is everywhere in Victorian drama circles, at least at the moment. Uh, your VC playlisted show, like I said, your workshops. So, if people want to engage with you and engage with Buffon, what are the kind of things that you offer or are offered? The workshops I run at schools range from 90 minutes to full day. And we start with um, the kind of basic elements that I learnt at Gollier, which is... um, which are all based on leisure and the importance of pleasure and, and... and having a game when we're performing. Um, so we really look at how we can um, remind ourselves of, of what it was like when we used to play as kids and when we used to play make-believe as children and that feeling of, um, of fun and lightness that unlocks the imagination. Um, so we play a lot with that. We play a lot with discovering or kind of rediscovering that feeling and then, um, and then playing with our fellow actors. So we do a lot of work together in partners and then in groups, looking at the importance of complicite and, um, and connecting with each other on stage. And then we start looking at the relationship with the audience and then we go into, into Buffon. Once we've established that sense of play, which you do so beautifully, I've been lucky enough to be part of one of your workshops. Once you establish that sense of play, we then get into perhaps the meat of Buffon. What, what do we do next? So then we um, we talk about where Buffon originated and the kind of essence of Buffon, which is a style of grotesque mockery um, uh, that kind of originated from this idea of the outcasts mocking um mocking those who've oppressed them um and we talk about and we use the the idea of um the outcasts sent to medieval france to live in the swamps and then returning every day not every day at once a year invited by the people of the village to scare away the plague we we talk about this as the kind of um i, I guess the fable that, that that started it all but it also is a really beautiful way of um, exploring the style to begin with if we start to imagine um, and, and we put on costumes um, that can kind of take us into this other world like what would it be like if we were kind of in medieval France coming out of the swamps 
in these packs. So we we start with um, we start with that idea, and we start also with some games that look at the the dance we have to the dance we have to do between grotesque and charming. And um, with Buffon, it's very important that um, that when we mock, we we have we do have to go too far. We have to go much further than we think that we should go. But then it's very important that we have um, a very it's a very delicate relationship with the audience, and we can never go so far that we can't kind of ever win them back. So it's a real, um, it's a real sort of exercise in um, grotesquery and then sincerity and charm. So we play with that idea um, through a bunch of different games and exercises. And then we also look at ways that we, um, ways that um, Buffon can Buffon can escalate, so the mockeries can grow. And 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 what is that, this idea of going too far? What what does it feel like, and how far do we have to go for Buffon to come alive in in its size? Um, so we kind of play with all those things, and it's a lot of fun. And then we often talk about um, in terms of contemporary society and the world today. Um, what we want to mock and, and the power of performance, the power of, of Buffon to really um, satirise and expose and, and, and bring down the, the... Oh, I want to swear here, but I can't. Um, oh, you can swear. Oh, can I? Bring oh, down yeah. the bastards. Yeah. Um, um, so we talk about what sparks rage for us and, and what... And, um, and it, it could be big political issues. It could be, um, you know, big things affecting the world, but it could also be things that happen in our everyday life and, um, and, and the people that kind of make us angry on, on a, on a, in, a, in a daily way, I guess. Um, and what they represent to the world and what, what, like why we, why, what is it about them that, you know, is connected to kind of the, the bigger problems. So we look at those and then we have a lot of fun um, exploring different mockeries for them. Um, and so we work in groups and we also work individually um, and we work a lot with, with improvisation and we work a lot with um, just kind of unlocking the freedom to be, to be ugly um, and to, to be grotesque it's incredibly liberating and it's incredibly fun and when we've got a real purpose for it it doesn't feel ridiculous actually it feels incredibly powerful and and meaningful um so yeah we kind of go through a bit of a range we go from looking at really like the seed the kind of the the, the internal spark that we need in all performance but especially buffon in terms of um, of this idea of pleasure and and fun and, and and curiosity and freedom, and then we 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 take it to the extreme with Buffon, and we talk about how we can use that um, in our theatre making in in various ways. Yeah. Wow, tremendous! And and what's the kind of work that you're seeing happening in schools? What are you seeing students do or choices they're making? Because Buffon um, is such a strong style. Pretty wild. <laughs> Uh, they're good. Um, well, I mean, what do they mock or what do they? Oh, I'm just wondering, you know, we, we bring the amazing Emily Goddard in and what, what 
how, how do the students go from the start to the end? Do they usually fully embrace the style and when we finish with some Buffon converts or? Yeah, most of the time um, we finish with a really, um, with a kind of energy of fun and, and, and freedom and kind of anarchy. Um, only an anarchy that's contained to the drama room though they're not going to go out and uh although it would be cool i reckon if one group went and did a buffon performance in their cafe um but i think i mean it's just something that we don't we're not allowed to do i mean even even the idea it's very simple but just even the idea that acting should be as fun as you remembered it being as a kid i mean we get so serious about acting we get so serious about this idea of accessing the truth or um it being truthful and um or, or being very good at it and especially i think um uh i think i mean it's probably i don't want to kind of be too gendered about it but I think particularly for girls it's we feel like we've got to be beautiful and we feel like we've got to be beautiful when we're acting but this um this style allows us to we have to smash through all that we we actually have got to for it to work we have to be um we've got to just smash all our inhibitions and I think um when teenagers are given the opportunity to do that um, it's pretty amazing because they do have a lot to say and often they don't they, 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 they don't get to say it in this way they don't get to they don't get to really have that power in that way and it, it, it's sort of it can be really magic watching people um, go into these really kind of wild places and also for them to know that now they can do that, in any kind of performance if they want to. Like they they can play with size, they can play with ugliness, they can play with really embodying a character and not worrying about um, whether it's, um, whether it's um, beautiful, I suppose. And the funny thing is that actually when people find the, this freedom, they are really beautiful to watch, even if they're doing something that's tremendously ugly. They are never the ones that look ugly because what they're doing is mocking something that is very ugly. So the audience just has a huge amount of joy watching it. Um, yeah, and it's my experience from watching it, from watching it in the piece as well. That the more you commit to it, the the beauty comes out from the commitment to the style. Yeah, and then the audience really goes with that, don't they? It sort of becomes another another thing. Um, but particularly when when teenagers are given the opportunity to kind of even explore what they want to mark, that's that can be really interesting. And when you say students, do you mean primary school students, senior school students? Is no, this mainly yeah, for... senior school students. I've never done it with primary school students never done it with primary school students i um i don't know what it would be like actually that would be kind of fun um but most of the groups i've worked with are vce students some are younger i've done from year eight upwards um i guess it's it, it's good when they're older because they also um we can take it a bit further um sometimes it goes into a territory that can be um well it's better for older students 
Um, <clears throat> but that mature content is explored. Mature content, that's what I mean. And you want yeah. mature students to handle the mature content in a mature way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I th- but I guess, I mean, you, it, it can be tailored for any... any um, it could really be tailored for any level. And when the students are older, we can, there is more mature content that we can go into, or we kind of, we, we can kind of, um, we know that there's not so much of a boundary around that when they're older. Um, but it really, it's just about the kind of material and where we, where we, um, what we explore. Like for 14 year olds, we wouldn't be exploring perhaps the same themes in the same way as if we're working with 17, 18 year olds. Yeah, but I, because I've obviously seen your work, I think even you working in primary age students, really beautiful things would happen there in terms of expression and freedom because you'd be able to capitalise on their enthusiasm for creating these grotesque characters and, and mocking the principal and the teachers, which is things they just love to do. Yeah, yeah, I parents. really like to try it with primary school now. Well, great. We've got our prep before concert coming up, so you can come out and work with our three fours, our grade three fours. I just wonder, though, whether, you know, with kids, you wouldn't have to work so hard at, like, reminding them to have fun and that sort of childlike pleasure because it's already there. They start ready. They're so excited for it. Well, we'll see. We'll we'll run one and then we'll uh, we'll report back. We'll do Biff on Light. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe less about the plague and heart attacks and uh, more about the fun. Uh, great. So if, if people want to contact you, Emily, how would they go about doing it and getting Buffon on in their schools? Uh, they can send me an email at goddard.emily at gmail.com. Uh, they can also go to my website, um, which is my show website, which is thisiseden.com.au. And there's some information there about my workshops and they can get in touch through there. So I will thank you very much for your time today, Emily Goddard. My pleasure, Nick. Thank you so much. That is all from us at The Aside. Thank you to Emily Goddard. There are a load of episodes in the bank of The Aside, so please do go through those and find one that piques your interest. If you would like to ask us a question or you have a suggestion for a future episode, please do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here. Thank you to Aaron Searle for providing the music. Thank you to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. And of course, thank you for listening. <laughs>